Boy, howdy. It's nice to uh, not see all of you. It's how the lights work up here. Um, <laughs> all right. So, yeah, I signed up for this too. So, great storytellers, all of them on stage. We'll find out. But here's a story about me being a camp counselor for the first time. So, uh, I'm up here in the most traditional dress you could possibly think of, a Captain Kirk shirt with jeans that I've worn for the last three days and a bunch of tattoos, one of which I just got yesterday. So, I make great decisions. That's what you need to know. <laughs> the reason I actually came up here is because I, um, I, I accepted a job over at the Nazarene Church as a children's pastor, again, great decisions, and... Apparently, a part of my job, insultingly enough, is responsibility, and so I was responsible for taking these little things to camp for the summer, which is terrifying, and I, I drove, well, I didn't drive them, I was in the van with them all the way up to this place called Camp Maranatha, and we get there, and I'm like, okay, it's fine, it's fine, I have no idea what I'm doing, but there's adults here that realize I don't know what I'm doing, and they're going to tell me what I need to know. That was also a lie. So I get there and I'm like, hey, I'm Will. And they're like, oh, cool, cabin free. And then they turn to talk to someone else. I'm like, that's awesome. I don't know where I am. So yeah, this, this is basically when I start getting lost in the woods. And I, I finally find my cabin and I just walk up and I'm like, okay, well, hopefully there's a schedule. And oh, there's a little, oh, hi, you're wearing nothing but underwear. What's up, bud? He goes, are you our camp counselor? And I go, I think so. Guys, he's a kid counselor! And here comes the rest of them, and I'm like, oh no. I walk in, there's a, there's a mom talking to her kid, he's crying, he's not doing okay, he doesn't want to be here. There's another kid who has passed on, his dad walks up to me and he's like, hey, he just got out of surgery out in Anchorage, he has he like this brittle bone kind of disease thing going on. If he lands on his leg too hard with his cast without his cast on, we've got to start all over again, so please try not make that happen. And I'm like, awesome! <laughs> so this is how camp went. Um, Story number one, the kid that was crying, he started getting uh, homesick. <laughs> wow, didn't see that coming. And he, uh, so I started talking to him. I'm like, oh, well, tell me about back home. Tell me about your family. And he goes, oh, my mom's great. My sister's great. My girlfriend's great. And all the guys in the cabin, ew. And I'm like, oh, guys, you know, sometimes he gets a whole hand. Sometimes he gets cuddles. And I've heard on Halloween, if she likes you enough, you get to share some Halloween candy. Well, I have a girlfriend. I have two girlfriends. Well, I have three, but one of them I'm not talking. Everyone in that cabin was a pimp. <laughs> I was like, awesome. Next day, we got on to the lake. I'm the only youngish person there, so of course I'm the one that has to take them out into the boats. And I'm on this little stupid paddle boat thing. I hate them so much because who wants to be in a reclined position trying to pedal a bike? That's the dumbest thing. <laughs> Anyway, I'm in there with four kids. I got one, two, three, and four in the back, and all of a sudden I hear, watch this. I catch a life vest, and I look back, and there's my kid jumping in the water in the middle of the lake, and I'm like, cool. That's the problem with me, because I, I looked, and I was like, hey, look at him go. And then I see the lifeguards on the beach, and they're like horrified, and I'm like, oh, right. And so I just back around, and I'll just kid back in. I'm like, oh, I'm failing. I'm yelling at these kids this entire week. And, um, you know, then, then we had a volleyball tournament the last night, and so uh, this, uh, the kid with the cast, he, he starts screaming, and I'm like, of course, that's yeah. Walk up to this kid, and I'm like, hey, um, what's, what's going on? He's like, my leg, and I'm like, oh, no. So I get down, and I take his cast off, and I'm like, looking at him, I'm like, what's going on? I'm trying to figure it out, and, you know, he's, he's like, pulling my shirt, and he's calling my name the whole time, and I'm like, I 
what? 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 And he's like, it's my mother's day. <laughs> so I, I had looked in the mirror this entire time because, well, I'm trying to run the rodeo here with no one helping me. And they thought it'd be a nice little present for the counselors to go to, like, the, the adult bathrooms in, in, like, the nice cabin at the, at the last night to kind of just, like, clean up. So I get to my turn, and I look in the mirror, and you know in, like, old-time cartoons when they stick a fork in a socket and they go, bah, that was me. So in that moment, I had never felt, like, so underqualified for anything. I'm surprised any of those kids were still alive. <laughs> I I had no idea why I had accepted this job at Aaron Seward. I had no idea why someone let me do the job I accepted at Seward. And so I was like, oh, I don't know what's happening. So I text my guy, who's supposed to be driving the van to pick us up the next day. And the text didn't go through because I didn't know what time we were supposed to leave. And um, apparently Wi-Fi or cellular connection in Alaska sucks. So, yeah, that didn't happen. Um, the next day, I get a text back, and he says, oh, I'm so sorry, I didn't realize, I'm leaving right now at 10 o'clock, and he was supposed to leave at 7, so I got to sit there until camp ended, and the whole time, I actually, I hid, there's <laughs> this little playground, and I hid up to the top, uh, <laughs> I went to the snack check first, I got, I think, a cotton candy, and I found, like, a Mountain Dew, Diet Mountain Dew, oh, and so I picked it up, and I went to the top, and I, I sat there in like a fetal position, and these kids, these kids, this is the, this is the heartwarming part of the story, these kids, they found me. <laughs> Apparently, they were all part of the same group, and when their band came to leave on time, because they knew what they were doing, they came and found me, like, as this massive group of just smiling, happy faces. They loved that I had been there with them. And it was in that moment that I realized this. And this is what I want you to hear. Not the part that I'm stupid, I have no fashion sense, I don't know what I'm doing, but please hear this. <laughs> Kids don't care how much you know until they know how much you 